The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com. Three, two, one. Every human came to earth with a gift. And they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Yo, hey man, how you work this radio? You're not listening to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire. Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates. Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Good morning, good morning. It's the 93.5 K-Day's favorite show on Sunday morning, the Time mm-hmm. Hoodie Show. I'm your host, Trevon Smith, also also with my co-host, Andrew and Jesse Koba. How you doing? Good morning, Trevon. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's Sunday, positive messages, new week, uh, summertime. So it's, it's about that time to bring the heat for all our listeners that's tuned in. Yeah, it's definitely hot and, and it's, it's going to be hot this summer, but you know, we can never stop our journey and our quest for personal development. And that's why we bring you guys this show every Sunday morning. Thank you for tuning in. And we have a good one for you today. It's definitely a pleasure for us to, you know, get this information out to the community. We get so many people saying, hey, I missed the show. You can check it out on YouTube, tiehoodyshow.com. Man, we appreciate each and every one of our listeners. But today's special guest, I can't wait to pick her brain. Uh, to see, you know, her testimony, because I'm a big fan of testimonies of where they came from and where they are now, because I think that's very important for people to hear, uh, because a, a lot of people right now, are, especially 2021, are going through some things, and uh, sometimes they just need these words, you know, of encouragement. And uh, with, with, without no further ado, we have uh, the beautiful Farid Sisinega. Sisinega, <laughs> did I say it right? Yes, you did. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. So if you, you just want to talk a little bit about, you know, a little bit about your background, who you are. Um, it's, it's always our pleasure to listen and to pick your brain. So but uh, we're here listening to you as your fans. Well, thank you so much. And, um, you know, it's a pleasure to be here. And, and I mean, honestly, I'm just a, a normal, a normal girl, a okay. normal female. Right. I still see myself as a just a girl. But. Okay. Um, you know, I came to this country as a child. I'm, I'm, I'm a daughter of an immigrant mother who uh, escaped domestic violence to come to the United States and save her four children. And, um, you know, I'm the youngest of four. And I always knew that I had a passion for communicating and helping people. You know, I was always the one getting in trouble defending all the kids being bullied in school, If if, if you can kind of think about where my life started. But that's it. We came here. My mom worked two to three jobs to, you know, keep a roof over our shoulders and feed us. And um, education was really important to her because she came from a family that um, encouraged everybody to have a great education. So, uh, but I knew as a young kid that I was going to be an entrepreneur. Uh I knew that I was never going to have a boss. <laughs> I, um, you know, I didn't like to be told many things. I was very independent and I soon enough 
showed that. I went to school to become a fashion designer back in my early age, uh, then fell in love and got married fairly young. So I cut my career short, but I went to open up a bridal shop, right? A bridal design shop um, mm. to utilize my skills. And after that, you know, shortly after that couple of years after opening up the store was doing really good. I was enjoying designing for for Bridezillas. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I even watched those shows a couple of times. Yeah. Yes, it was it was a very fun environment, uh, to say the least, but very cutthroat, right? Very demanding. And and I love a challenge, you uh, know. So uh, but a couple of years after that, I had a cousin that had a, a restaurant. And he was leaving. He had fell in love and was going to move away to follow his love dream. And mm -hmm. um, he didn't know what to do with his restaurant. So I offered to buy it from him because it was close to my bridal shop. And it just made sense. I ate there all the time. So now I was going to have this restaurant. And uh, I discovered my passion for, for um, cooking at a very early age. I think I was the one that had my mom's flavoring. Uh -huh. And so I figure, hey, I love cooking. So I'm going to take on this restaurant. Well, I did. I bought that restaurant. And two years later, I was like, wait, okay, I love cooking. And I love, you know, people love the food and everything. But I hate the day to day operations on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know what, I'm going to turn this over. I'm going to uh, lease it out to one of my cooks. And so the reason why I'm telling you the story is because in that second business, by this time, I had had three businesses at the early age of about 25. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I discovered that my passion was in business. And my passion was on acquiring businesses, growing them, uh, systematizing them, mm -hmm. and getting them prepared for somebody else uh, to get that done. And that's, that's really what my career has been all this time. I'm in the financial services industry. I educate people on how money works. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately, I'm a business coach. I can take anybody who wants to open up a business, and I can structure them all the way to success. Uh I, first of all, I just want to tell you that I love the story of the immigrants, not just you, of all immigrants. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful story. And I think that's what makes America, America, in my opinion. I might not be right, but that's just my opinion. It's just the beautifulness of, uh, of the story of the immigrants. Second of all, if everybody didn't hear this, do you hear how many bumps in the road? This, this lady had and she kept going. So I just mm -hmm. had to throw that in. I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to talk too much. I know Andrew probably has a question, but I just want people sometimes just want to reiterate some of the important things that don't slip by. This lady's an immigrant and, 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 and came with the dream. Her mom came with a dream to help her out and, 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 and to help her get it to the next level. And she's accomplished that. So there is no excuses. It's only being be accountable and move on to the next phase. Like I said, I know my co-host Andrew probably has a question. Well, I mean, I I, I I do. I mean, I relate quite a ton because, hey, I came to this country with $50 in my pocket, right? I mean, my, my parents were fortunate enough to help me gather enough money for a plane ticket. And I said, well, here you go. It's in your hands now, you know? So, so from, a, from one immigrant to another immigrant, I understand the challenges that you have to go through. I mean, we, we don't have the same story, but it's, 
it's work. It's work and it's work. And guess what? It never stops being work. But I really love your story. I mean, kudos to your mom for being there for you guys. You know, for us, my parents were back home in Nigeria. And, you know, basically they were saying, well, we gave you $50 to come here. When are we going to get our money back plus our profit? You know, and, and that was a lot of pressure going through all of these things. But, but one of the things that I want to go back and ask you, like, if you were to go back 10 years ago, what would you do differently, Ms. Faride? Oh, the, there's so many layers to that question, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it encouraging, right? I would have started, I, <laughs> I would have started uh, my women organization 10 years ago. I only started it three years ago because I, I've had enough to yeah. see the pattern of, uh, you know, battered women, abused women, underprivileged women going through that um, schooling of you can't do it and you can't move forward. And, and no, you, you need to co-depend of a man and, you know, no offense, but no, no, uh, not taking, not taking at all. No, not taking, not taking at all because we are all individual human beings. You know, we, yes. we are codependent on each other, not a woman to a man specifically. You know, we're all coined in. We're, I mean, we're humans on this earth. So, amen. so not taking. Please go, go on with that, please. Yeah, absolutely. amen, amen for that because I always tell women, you do not need a man. To, to, to become you, to be you and to, mm -hmm. you know, succeed. You want a man next to you to support you and to, you know, walk with you this, this hard life already. We already have a hard life. Why make it even harder? And, you know, for all the men out there, there's a lot of women that are being suppressed that are inside those households, not being allowed to be themselves and not being allowed to, to, you know, flourish into what they were meant to be and, and what they were born to be. And they need to learn because of their own insecurities. They don't allow this women to do that. And I experienced that early in my first, you know, in my marriage. And mm -hmm. um, when I discovered that I was more than just a wife, I was more than just a wife and a mother, that I, I came to this world to encourage and praise and, you know, help other women. Um, so, you know, I could have started 10 years ago, this organization that we've started a couple years ago. Um, and basically Bo, Bo is the name of my organization. Uh, it's building other women. And mm -hmm. what we do there is exactly that. Take people like my mother, people that came here escaping domestic violence or that are here, uh, underprivileged uh, mothers that feel that they have to fall back into another damaging relationship just to support their kids or have a roof over their shoulders. Mm -hmm. And we take those women and we build them up. We bring professional psychologists. We bring professional um, entrepreneurs to teach them that there is a path that they can actually lead and they can become themselves help to the community. We fund their businesses if they graduate our Phoenix program. We help them, we, we build them up to be the strong women that every man needs in their life. Mm -hmm. And at the end, you know, the culmination of that program for them is they get to be with women like us, women that have been through it, that have the challenge already. And they, go through this program. So then we give them to the community as a 
new business, creating jobs, creating opportunities for others, um, you know, encouraging others to do great. And we fund their businesses. That's the culmination of the program uh, with the help of all, all the donations that we receive. But at the end of the day, we're making a, America great again by putting women in the head of businesses that are structured enough by professionals and because their self-esteem is going to be to the roof when they graduate, they become unstoppable. So that's what I would have done 10 years ago. And I've always had the passion to do this. I just never really had the support. You know, I'm going to piggyback to that. You know, hey, you know, Travana and I, we have women in our lives where if not for them, right, if not for the women in our lives, we couldn't be here where we are today. So we, we, we totally agree and, and, and we support the fact that, you know, it, you know, cultural norms have put women in a place. I'm from Africa and I'm sure you are from South America where women has a place in society, you know, but, but the brain of a human being doesn't distinguish whether you're a man or a woman in terms of what you can achieve. So I, I, I think, you know, kudos to what you're doing and, and you know, we, we, we would like to, you know, we, we wish you the best in going and doing that more. Thank you so much. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely like right there. I felt like you just took me to church, you know, like because <laughs> not because of like um, some people may say because of just the ritual the way. No, it, it's the genuineness behind the message. And uh, I rarely do this. I, I have a couple numbers for you for some people that you definitely need to connect with. Uh, I know I know the president of the YWCA. She is a uh, she runs L.A. as far as w w women programs. So I, I want to make sure I get that information to Andrew to share with you. And then another uh, person. Shout out to Cece from the morning show on K-Day. You, you need to talk to Cece. Like Thank shout out to Cece. You need to talk to Cece because she's on that same woman path. And I think it's just funny when you were talking like how we're all dropped on this planet for whatever reason. And then we find our, our, our goal our, and, our, and our goal is our ambition. And it's like, you are here, you are here for that, you know? Yeah. But I don't want to take, the, take away from what we have you here today, but you're here for that. And I want to tell you like, hey, I'm, I'm glad you shared that message with our listeners. If they want to get in contact with you, how do they get in contact with you? And let's talk a little bit about what you offer as far as your services, besides the bow program as well, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Farid Sisniega, you're not going to find many of them. Yeah. So <laughs> if you just, uh, you know, if you're on Facebook, I'm at Farid Sisniega. Uh, if you're on Instagram, I'm at Sisniega Farid. Um, so just backwards, okay. uh, pretty much anything on YouTube. I have Farid Sisniega on YouTube, okay. pretty much anywhere. Um, but uh, the way you can get a hold of me and what I do in a nutshell is I do just that. I will help anybody who's listening um, go from just ordinary to extraordinary, whether it has to do with their finances at home, whether it has to do with business, um, regardless of what it is. If you're going through a tough time, if you, if you have ever, if you're on this call and you have ever thought about ending it, yeah. whatever that means for you, yeah. If you have ever, if that has ever crossed your mind, you need to call me hmm. because there is a purpose for you. 
-hmm. You're not here just taking away the oxygen of everybody else. Mm -hmm. You are a human being that was here for a reason or a purpose. And I will help you discover that purpose. You know, I mean, I mean, this is, this is fantastic. Let, let's go back again to, you know, you're, you're making some bold, encouraging claims, you know, and, and they're not just claims. These are real stuff because people can go look up, look you up, Farid Sisenega uh, online, you know. I mean, you know, we, 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 we are here to encourage people from thinking, oh, I'm, 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 I don't know where I'm going. I was in that boat too. That was me where I thought my life was over. That was me where I was like thinking, God, why did you put me on this earth just to suffer and be homeless, sleep in my car for a month, wash all kinds of toilets, make, you know, less than minimum wage. In some cases, I'm thinking, you know what, I better just go back to Nigeria and go become a farmer. And at least my people will respect me for growing food. You know, that was my thought process at some point. And here we are, fast forward today, you know, Trabon and I are changing lives in people's lives every week. You know, talk a little bit to people who are listening again, thinking, I just don't know how to switch from this, you know, nine to five into becoming an entrepreneur. And an, an entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to own a business. It could be that you're still working for somebody, but you're still an entrepreneur. How do you address people like that who are in that thought process right now? Well, first of all, you gave me goosebumps when you said that, um, you know, because when you said about being homeless and why is, why are you here, right? You question yourself a lot on, on why is it that I'm in the, in the position that I am today? And you give me goosebumps because for me, the way I see life is, and, not, and now this has been a process, okay? I just want to make that clear. I was not born like this. No. It yeah. has taken a lot of work, a lot of self-education, um, okay? Mm -hmm. And a lot of being away from people and just kind of discovering myself to get to this point. But um, I love when people tell me those stories, not because I enjoy the fact that you suffered, but because that suffering was your lesson. Mm. That was your class. That was your master's class. Mm. And so a lot of people miss the boat and the opportunity to, to actually learn in, in mm. those experiences. Because every day that you woke up suffering, it was an opportunity for you to learn. Mm -hmm. And if you don't open up your mind and your heart and your soul to understand that every single situation that you face is a lesson for you, not mm. to you. Mm. Life isn't happening to you. Life is happening for you. So if you don't turn around and pick those things up, you're missing the lesson from your instructor on a daily basis, your instructor being life. Mm. So for you, if you had told me that at a specific time, I would have gone back to make sense of every situation that has ever happened to your life. And my question for you would have been, what did you learn from it? Mm. Because it's different to see it, you know, uh, future pass forward than seeing it while you're going through the storm. Because while you're going through the adversity and the storm, there's a shield that covers you mm. unless you're extremely strong, right? Minded. Yeah. Um, but if you're going through it and you don't understand 
I need you to grab a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and write down what have you learned from every single one of those situations? Because every single one of them is a circle that takes you all the way around until it brings you back to the actual lesson that is building you to be who you want to be. So coming from the E to E, which is what we call being an employee mind to an entrepreneur mind is that, is that it's a daily learning and daily survival of your goals. I live a life by design. Nobody tells me how to live my life, but me, I'm in control of my life. So therefore my mind is always looking for how to enhance it, how to grow. If I want a goal, I set myself a goal and then I trace a path of road to get to that goal. It's not going to happen. I'm not just going to pray to the Lord to tell him to bring me this. And the Lord is just going to throw it at you. The Lord says, I'm going to help you get it right. But you need to show me that you want this. Or the universe tells you, you put your place in a position to acquire the things that you want by already living them in existence. So whatever it is that you do, right, every day. So if I want to win a million dollars from the lottery, I'm going to think about it every second of the day. But if I don't buy the lottery ticket, guess what? How am I going to win it? If I don't sign that little ticket, you know, uh, entry form, how am I going to win it? So don't be fooled. Yes, think of the goal, create a, a, a path or a map, a road map. And then get disciplined enough to work it every day into existence. I'm sitting here, feel like I'm on this couch. Like I feel like I'm in your office right here on the couch. And I and I just and I and I'm like, oh, she got I got at least 15 more minutes. I need her to keep talking to me. So uh-huh. um, yeah, I, I think that I think people definitely need to hear that message. I know, you know, me talking to Andrew and and us trying to help out like our K-Day listeners and checking you out and listening to you right now. What is it that keeps you going and keeps you strong enough to help other people? Because I know it's emotionally draining. Uh, you know, like you're dehydrated, emotionally dehydrated. What is it that you do to keep you where you keep like this, this conversation right now? People don't even understand how much energy that is exhausted from, from you sharing this information with our listeners and they need to appreciate it. Some people just listen like, oh, she, you know, she, she, she had a great, no, no. She's giving you the formula. <laughs> like you have to be like, people don't understand what you're really giving them right now. And it's like, they take that for granted. So what is it that you're giving? What do you do for yourself to keep you going? Absolutely. Thank you for that question. Because a lot of times when people become a certain I will say role model, right? Uh, People think that, oh, by luck, or they fell into this. And Mm -hmm. uh, that is absolutely wrong. Um, It has taken so many years of self-development, I can tell you. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go back to my main message. Every single adversity I have faced since I was a little girl, because I got stories, I got mm-hmm. layers of onions to tell you for probably 10 shows. Yeah. Uh, but every single adversity was happening for me. Mm-hmm. And it has definitely built me 
to the level and capacity of mind control that I now own. Okay. And I take ownership of that because it has cost me. Like people say, hey, you know, I, your, your service, I don't want to pay that much. Well, let me tell you, it's you know, I've paid the price. Yeah. So, um, you know, every day that I wake up, I love my life, but mm. I love my life because I'm looking forward to what I'm creating of it. Mm. You know, like this year, you know, we had an adversity in 2020. Everybody faced it, you know, so you, you had two choices. You could have been the victim of COVID-19 or you could have been the captivator of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And I went through it. I cried on the couch. I was devastated. I lost a lot of money, you know, during COVID. I had two different endeavors that just clashed in front of me from my own penny investment from my own, uh, you know, pocket. So I was devastated. And I didn't know why God had sent this to me at this point, right? That whole going through why me, why me, why me. And it took me 0.02 seconds in a matter of a a week or so, right? So I cried (laughs) it out. I I punched it all out. Shake it off, girl. Yeah, I shook it all off. And in 0.2 seconds, I decided that's it. I'm not a victim. I was not born to be a victim. I refuse Mm -hmm. to be a victim. So Mm -hmm. what am I going to do with the limitations that this is bringing me? I have to be locked in in the house. I have to be putting up with all these kids that are not used to being around me all the time. You know, I have to now be a teacher a housekeeper, a a cook. I have to be everything. Plus, I still got to control my clients. I still got to control my agents so I don't lose my entire life's worth because everybody's devastated. And you know what I did? It took me a minute to realize that this had an opportunity and that I needed to be smart enough to seek that opportunity. And you know what? I wrote my book that I've been wanting to write for such a long time. It's a little tiny how-to book. It's in Espanol, unfortunately. So all of you Spanish that, listeners. That, that's not unfortunately. Come on. <laughs> no, no, it's not unfortunate. It's not unfortunate. And, and we get to translate it this year, right? Sometime, right? Yes, yes. And you know what it is? There. This was just a teaser. Okay. Um, because... My mom has such a phenomenal story of, of fight, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, is, it is the story of my mother. It just introduces me to the world because I am, my mission now is to have that voice for all the women. And so, you know, I did that. I wrote the book. I got certified. I got a certification as a, um, you know, financial educator that I've been wanting to get for a long time and I, time wasn't allowing me. So now I was home, right? And I had a lot of time in, in my hands. So I did that. Then I restructured my business to where now between all the community work and between all of that, we were giving back to the community through the means of our company. So again, For me, even though I did lose a lot of money during COVID, it was my break that I needed to get prepared for what's next. So coming into 2021, you know, I rally up the troops and I told the team, hey, 2021 and 2022 is all about making it back 
10 times fold. And what I mean by that is the money, is the community impact, is the name, you know, the name getting out there, people being helped on a daily basis, educating them about their financials, giving them that, that encouragement for them to get to the next level. And we have been nonstop (laughs) since like January 3rd, when we got back or the 5th, and we have been nonstop. Okay. A lot of times without pay, a lot of times without sleep and a lot of times without eating, but fast forward it two to three years span, I want to be back in this show and I want to tell you what that sacrifice created for us. Oh, no. You, yeah, look, you definitely have a, pl- a place here, but you're going to be doing bigger and better things. I can yep. see it in your mm-hmm. face. I can feel it in your energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we actually running out of time. I want you to go ahead and give them the information where they can get that book, website, phone number, whatever you want to give. It's your next couple minutes. Just, just take them through it. But we only got a couple minutes, but make sure they can contact you. Thank you. Uh, Adonde Vamos a Parar is the name of the book by Farid Cisniega on Amazon. It's $9.99. If you cannot afford it and you speak Spanish or you want to translate it, I will gift it to you. And I also have the How Money Works. Um, Really quick, How Money Works. If you want to learn how to set up your finances in the future, I will gift you this book as well. So... How do, how do they get it? How do they uh, just, find you? Just send me a message send, and send I will send message. you a link. Yeah, we'll post all the information up on our LinkedIn and on our YouTube page. It's definitely a show. I can't wait for it to air so, you know, we can get this out to everybody. I mean, I mean, just up, up on YouTube, we're going to blast this to everybody. Andrew has tens and 20,000 connects. So we definitely want women to know, hey, it's Mother's Day every day. We know a mother's job is never done. We know you're the teacher. We know you're the the, the lady of the house. So we definitely want to pay our respects. Andrew, we got a couple minutes. All I just want to say is, you know, thank you for, for your story. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for who you are becoming. And, and um, you know, I'm encouraged. Don't stop. And, um, uh, you know, we, we, we look forward to, you know, doing bigger and better things. I'll connect with you off the air and then we'll go from there. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Ty Hoodie Show every Sunday morning, 6.30 to 7 a.m. Right here, only on 93.5 K-Day. We love you guys. See you guys next week. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Uh, Hit us on our social media. Do it now. The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.